2: seem to learn not to love you You get to me every time You're someone I just can't say no to You're so good at changing my mind Here I go down that wrong road again Going back where I've already soft easy line before i stop to think i'm believing and i'm falling for you one more time here i go down that wrong road again going back where i've always Where I've already been Even though
3: is it fair to say in 1975 you release wrong road again a song that you wrote which charts in the top 10 at number six on the country charts and that's kind of a breakout moment for the two of you yeah um the first commission i had with regard
4: to crystal was to cut a single with very little budget we cut two songs in one session One of them was Wrong Road Again, and one of them was When I Dream. We did two versions of When I Dream. We did one that day, and I loved that song so much that I wouldn't use it for a B-side, so we pulled something off the shelf that the previous producer had done and used that for a B-side. After it started up the charts, then the record label wanted me to do an album. That's how we started.
3: So Crystal Gale and you had quite a collaboration. She is the youngest sister of Loretta Lynn and had been signed to Decca Records and sort of was perceived in the industry as this Loretta Lynn knockoff of sorts, or they tried to give her material that was Loretta Lynn-like and she hadn't discovered her own persona and voice until she met you in some respects. When I was
4: asked to work with her, I was told she was Loretta's kid sister, the youngest of 13 children, I guess. Anyway, obviously, to me, the first assignment was to find the real Crystal Gale as distinct from her sister. So from the beginning, I was well aware of the fact that we did not need to be anywhere near the territory that her sister occupied, and it was not hard because Crystal was, of course, her own person and was 13 years distant in age from her older sister. She loved her older sister and had been on the road singing with her, but my job was to find her identity musically, so that's what we were after from the beginning. It was a wonderful collaboration. I just had the best time working with her because she was such a good singer and with really good musical instincts of her own. She's very different from Loretta. She's pretty shy, not nearly assertive in any way like Loretta, but a beautiful talent and a sweet person. And We just worked together for nine or 10 years and had a great time.
3: So tell me, you wrote, Wrong Road Again, what is the backstory of this song? Is it from any personal experience? or
4: That's a song I wrote when I was trying to quit a few things. I was trying to quit smoking, and I was trying to quit loving somebody. And there are things in life that it's hard to wean ourselves away from sometimes.
3: Yeah, we all make bad choices, and sometimes we can't get off that bad path. And
4: Right. Yeah, I eventually did quit smoking, but it, it took a long time took too long
3: well good for you and good for us that you did grateful for that to have you here alan (laughs) i can't seem to learn not to love you what a great opening line huh yeah because we spend a lot of time in life trying to learn to love people no one ever teaches us how to unlove people huh
4: yeah or unlove something like in my case smoking you know
3: that's really funny because there's no reference to cigarettes in this, but that was what inspired it.
4: Uh, an addiction is an addiction.
3: Yeah, love can be an addiction too, can it? Uh, I love the piano work in this. Where did that come from?
4: I, I asked Charles to play that very simple melody line. Again, just trying to keep some space in the record. There's not a drum kit on it. It's more percussion, hand drums. I still love that record because it, it just it has a lilt to it and it has a lot of beautiful space and air.
3: I love the sort of tinkling scale at the end of the chorus and, and the way the strings come in on this one, the way you produced it to reinforce the emotion. Those ideas that you come up with, it's just a natural instinct, Alan, that you have that's I think when you have it the way you do, people don't realize that not everybody has this gift that you have for for putting these things together in this way, like you described, because people like to fill space, especially podcasters with their voice.
4: Yeah, I mean, people have a fear or an aversion for stillness or silence that is puzzling to me because we notice things by way of contrast. And if everything is like... Multi decibels and no ups and downs, no breathing in there, no peaks and valleys, then it loses subtlety. It loses humanness, in my book. I know there's a place for certain kinds of songs and certain things that are like rocking things, but uh, even there, my favorite things have tended to be ones that had some space there. And Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll, had a lot of space in those early records. It was as important as the sounds, in my opinion.
2: Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without
0: the upsell. Never pushy. Always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. DLM's Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.